Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1139, air date November 1st, 2022. Good afternoon, everyone, or good, good, good evening, everyone. Uh, we have a very, very important show for you today, or a very important discussion, to be more precise, um, about the uh, latest stuff that's emerging about a bogus breakthrough story that all the internet grifters are pushing out there, and it's about the DHS leaks. And it says that there's been this breakthrough that the government and big tech companies have been working together, and apparently this is big news now, because an organization called The Intercept has, quote unquote, exposed this. The reality is that I exposed this two years ago in our historic federal lawsuit. Let me repeat this again. There's sort of all this news out there that DHS leaks is a big story about government and big tech, Twitter, Facebook, having a portal. Well, it was my lawsuit in 2020, September of 2020, which discovered this link in a federal lawsuit. What's quite amazing is all of these grifters now who are covering it today were absolutely silent, except a few of the truthful, some of the um, podcasters uh, who actually did cover it, but none of them covered it, including, uh, as I keep saying, uh, Tucker Carlson, fools like Tim Pool, um, and others. They're covering it now, and they're saying this is breakthrough. And what you're gonna learn today is that, first of all, this is not breakthrough, and the organization that is covering this, The Intercept, who tries to put this aura that there's some breakthrough, uh, you know, uh, Pulitzer Prize, you know, uh, winning organization. The founder of The Intercept is the one who funded, as we showed in our lawsuit, as we found, he, he's the one, the founder of that organization, The Intercept, is the one who f funded these censorship networks. So think about this, what I'm talking about, and you're going to learn the depths of what's really going on in terms of the real disinformation, news comes out that the government and Twitter and, and Facebook are together, which is what our lawsuit exposed in September of 2020, absolute silence, okay? Absolute silence on the part of the internet grifters from Tucker Carlson, et cetera. Yesterday, coincidentally, right after I started tweeting at Elon Musk, talking about the censorship infrastructure again that we discovered, Suddenly, news breaks out that The Intercept has found DHS leaks, documents. And those documents are so pitiful compared to the entire infrastructure that we discovered and we put out there that fucker Carlson didn't cover it. All these internet grifters like Tim Pool, Joe Rogan, who are complete scumbags, didn't cover it. And now they're saying it's big news after the fact. So what we're going to talk about today is what's most important in life is when you tell the truth, not if you tell the truth, but when you tell the truth. Because if you have a big megaphone like Tucker Carlson did, and if he had told the truth back then, when we were in, in the middle of the lawsuit, it would have had a huge effect for the entire world and changed the course of history. But now after the intercept, which is funded by a billionaire, Pierre Omidyar, who also funded the Center for Internet Security, which actually created the gateway for censorship. 
I mean, it's quite so fucked up, this whole thing. Yes, as Edwin said, Dr. Shiva is the, someone said, is the back door to Twitter that you were talking about. Exactly, Edwin. Not only do we talking about, it was a thing that was used. So today, what we want to do is educate all of you. And your homework assignment is to go to all of these portals of this guy, Tim Pool, The Intercept, and expose them as grifters because they're trying to literally steal credit. Now, why does credit matter? It's not for ego, but in our case, the credit matters because who do you listen to? They want to take, they want to suck the oxygen out of, out of, out of the job they didn't do two years ago and now have the attention on them. So people are misled to think these people are really the source of truth when they're not the source of truth. They're the source of disinformation or for that matter, silence when information should be coming out. And no one knows the incredible amount of work our campaign did on the ground when we exposed government malfeasance. And then we found out on Twitter, we were shut down by the government for exposing that. And then we filed our lawsuit in 2020 without any billionaire funding us. It is our lawsuit. Someone says Elon's legal team must know about the lawsuit. Totally disingenuous of if Elon doesn't address it. Exactly. And so what I'm here to tell you, everyone, is that you have to start thinking about who your leaders are. And you have to recognize it is a movement for truth, freedom, and health, which is the only true leadership on this planet right now. Because we will always tell the truth way ahead. Not only do we tell the truth, being a talking head, we actually get on the ground. We file lawsuits. We build movements. And it's time that people started. Someone said Tim uh, is a kind of grifter and talks smack, but then plays nice. He's definitely, yeah, he's a scumbag. The definition of a scumbag, I want to uh, talk about this, is someone, it's worse than just someone being just, you know, an asshole, disrespecting people. That's one set. Is someone who actually knows what's going on, who sees a crime who sees a murder taking place, who sees wrongdoing taking place, and they silent while someone else is actually doing the work and exposing it. And then two years later, they talk about it because they want to win a Pulitzer Prize or they want to act cool. That's a scumbag. Tucker Carlson is a fucking scumbag. Tim Pool is another fucking scumbag. Joe Rogan is a scumbag of all scumbags. Yes, fucker Carlson. And... Tonight, you're going to really understand why everyone should be angry about this and recognize that it is only us working people who will build a movement. So let me play by playing one of our anthem videos to get everyone geared up. Then I'm going to go through our entire lawsuit from two, two and a half years ago, what we exposed. And none of these fuckers did anything. And now they're trying to take credit for our work. No fucking way. You know, when you're a pioneer, when you're a truthful person, like the people in our movement are, we're not going to allow people to hijack the credit. Why? Because credit matters, because it tells the next person, who do you listen to? It is our movement. It is our leadership that should be listened to, because we always call it way ahead. And it's time that people had real leaders, not these fake leaders like fucker Carlson, the Democrats or Republicans, etc. So let me play this video, but... Right now, homework assignment as this video is playing, get all your friends to come on and join because you're going to find out
who the true, where the true source of DHS leaks. It was this movement that exposed it two years ago. And what these guys, it's not the obvious establishment that's our enemy. It's a not so obvious establishment. People like Fucker Carlson, people like Joe Rogan, people like The Intercept. And it's time that people really learn that. Okay? So let me play this video and we'll be right back. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have they don't Agreed. this reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people there's only one movement that can do that and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders we don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not-so-obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not-so-obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you, on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? 
It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote-unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on Vias and Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in. They can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone, welcome back. So for those of you who are joining right now, we're going to be talking about this news that's out there, supposedly, and this is the disinformation on top of disinformation, apparently uh, there's a major story, a breakthrough that uh, came out in The Intercept, which is a newspaper which frames itself as some investigative organization, which Tucker Carlson has add on and Tim Pool and others, giving them false credit that they are breaking this story of government and big tech's collusion. And what's really disgusting about this story is that Fucker Carlson, Tim Pool, and all these grifters, and it's a right term to use for Tucker Carlson because he is a fucker. Because he's a fucker because he acts as though he's for the people. A lot of people on the right thinks he's breaking news, but the motherfucker never tells the truth when it needs to be said. He's friends with Hunter Biden. He knew about the fact that our lawsuit was taking place in October of uh, 2020. I have all the emails, which I'll share in a follow-up. We wrote to him saying, look, we have discovered in our lawsuit that government and big tech are in an unholy alliance. We found the infrastructure. Here's a portal. Please cover it. Silence. Multiple emails went to him. Same thing to Gren Greenwald of The Intercept. All of these are the pseudo you know, fighters against the establishment. But these bastards do not do what needs to be done at the right time for various reasons. Either they do not want to they, they do not want to give Dr. Shiva to be the star to get all the views. They want to get all the views. They want to act like they're the anti-establishment people. But they but they're not because they never do what needs to be done at the right time. And, and, and in the next few minutes, you're going to see this. And it's time that all of you wake up to recognize that there are a lot of people who are actually doing the fighting on the ground like our movement. And then they're the fake guys who say all the right things to confuse you, be it Kanye, be it Elon Musk, be it Tucker Carlson, and all of you, unfortunately, think they're, you're going to outsource your fighting to them. But there's only one way that we're going to ever get truth, freedom, and health. It's through you participating and recognizing who your le real leaders are. And what these guys do is they talk about some big breakthrough, try to take credit for it, try to conceal and steal the actual person like me 
who actually did the lawsuit, who worked his butt off, and our entire movement because they they're misleaders. They do not want you having the op- they do not want you having the opportunity to have real leadership. And that's what this is about. So let's begin. So many of you know, in 2020, I ran for United States Senate as a U.S. Senate federal candidate, having close to 400,000 followers on Twitter. And it was in the middle of our campaign when we ran for in the Republican primary. It was a Republican establishment which screwed with our campaign, which stole our election. Not the Democrats in the Republican primary. We had 3,000 volunteers on the ground. You talk to anyone in Massachusetts, we won that election on a landslide. On September 1st, 2020, we come to find out that the only county we won, and separate from the fact we had 25,000 lawn signs, 10,000 bumper stickers, 3,000 volunteers, our opposition Republican primary candidate for U.S. Senate had nobody on the ground. And mysteriously, the only county we win in in Massachusetts is the county that was all hand-counted paper ballots. In every other county, we lose 60-40. That led me as a scientist to understand what was going on. We discovered government malfeasance. And on Twitter, as I shared this, I was shut down. And that led to this lawsuit where we uncovered the domestic censorship infrastructure. By the way, one of the person who funded that infrastructure is the founder of The Intercept. The Intercept, the supposed organization, which is getting all the quote-unquote credit, the breaking story that they have uncovered this government, you know, big tech alliance. Well, we're the ones who uncovered it. And they put out something very shitty. It's like nothing. And I'm going to share with you what we uncovered. So they're essentially trying to get ahead of the story by putting little tidbits Because The Intercept's own founder, Pierre Omidyar, the billionaire, is the one who funded that censorship infrastructure. So the fucking Intercept wants to get credit on both sides. They want to get credit as a breaking news. And and their founder is the one who funds the censorship infrastructure. So before I go to that, I just want to give you the extent of the campaign we ran in Massachusetts. I'm going to play this video. So what occurred was September 1st, 2020. The election is taken from us by the Republicans, by the Massachusetts GOP. So we move our campaign to a write-in campaign, which means we're telling everyone, don't believe the machines, write in your votes. And that's what we did. That is being an integrity. Massive number of volunteers. When I show you this video, you're going to get the, the, the force that we had on the ground. So let me play this for you. This is our video of what occurred after our primary. Now we're in the general elections. We're using Twitter to talk. And this is right before I'm thrown off Twitter. Let me play this for you. On September 1st, the working people of Massachusetts rose up to elect one of their own for U.S. Senate. They united beyond black and white, beyond left and right, to unleash a movement for truth, freedom, health. 3,000 volunteers, 10,000 lawn signs, 20,000 bumper stickers, millions of phone calls, massive rallies, over 20,000 donations, funding highway billboards, ads on social media, radio and network TV, making Dr. Shiva for Senate a household name. The people of Massachusetts were headed for a landslide victory. But on the eve of election night, Secretary of State Galvin spread disinformation saying only 150,000 would vote in the Republican primary. 
100,000 less than 2018. On election night, Shiva for Senate won in Franklin County by nearly 10%, but lost in every other county by 20% to an invisible opponent, neither heard nor seen, had no lawn signs, no bumper stickers, no organization, in short, no campaign. In Franklin County, ballots were counted mainly by hand. In all other counties, mainly digital scanners generated ballot images tabulated by electronic software. Evidence comparing number of votes to voters revealed blatant fraud. In Boston, 4,000 more votes than voters. In Newton, 1,700 more votes than voters. More votes than voters in every city for which Shiva for Senate received data. Mathematicians and data analysts discovered a completely improbable frequency pattern of voting revealing the software for electronic tabulation was set to reduce Shiva for Senate votes by 50% and increase their votes by 20%. More disturbing, ballot images were destroyed. Federal law demands all records, documents generated in connection with an election must be retained for 22 months. Massachusetts violated federal law. The establishment does not want one of us, working people, to represent us. When we win, they cheat. When we win, they rig their software to steal our democracy. You now have a choice. Accept election fraud, accept corruption, or fight. We choose to fight to escalate our movement for truth, freedom, health by leading a write-in campaign for Dr. Shiva for U.S. Senate to unite working people to build a defiant movement to expose and destroy their system of power, profit, and control. Join us. Write in Dr. Shiva for U.S. Senate now or by November 3rd. It's time for us. This is Dr. Shiva and I approve this message. All right. So that was our write-in campaign video in the general election for 2020. Well, in the middle of that, when that election, in the middle of that election, I once again exposed a government malfeasance and I was permanently, uh, I was thrown off Twitter. That was on September 25th, 2020. Okay. In the middle of our federal election, remember, I'm not just running for some local office. We have a massive campaign. Many of you donated us money. We're in a federal election campaign. And what we had exposed in that, in our, uh, the reason I was quote unquote thrown off was because, uh, or thrown off Twitter was because I exposed during the primary election that the government had destroyed ballot images. Okay. It's a fact. So to suppress that, to silence a, 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 a political candidate, the government contacted Twitter. So just think about what I'm saying. The government contacted big tech to throw off a U.S. Senate candidate. That was the first time that had ever been discovered in U.S. world history. The government contacting a technology company to suppress a U.S. Senate political candidate. For that matter, political candidate. And remember, the First Amendment was created to protect the highest form of free speech is political speech. And so that's why I went into court on uh, September, on October uh, 30th, 2020, we went into court and we won. And we won because we showed in courtroom testimony, which all of these people knew, that the government had created a technology infrastructure with big tech. And what we uncovered was not only Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, We focused on Twitter because I'd been thrown off Twitter, but we uncovered the entire government censorship infrastructure. All right. So let me show you 
elements of that lawsuit so you understand. So I walk you through this so you can share with people because it's time the people who are the true leaders get the real credit because these fuckers like Tucker Carlson, these grifters, these people who actually steal other people's knowledge and try to take credit like the intercept should be exposed for what they are. They're not leaders. They're not building a movement. What we're doing is actually building a movement to actually change the world, not to just talk about it, get views and win prizes and manipulate people. This is a very, very serious, different uh, goal that we have. So let me go right to this. So let me go over to the lawsuit here. Okay. So this, so by the way, all this stuff has been up for the last two years. Okay. Uh, for the people on Instagram, you're going to have to deal with this because I'm going to, because I want to show the whole uh, place here. But if you go to winbackfreedom.com, winbackfreedom.com, this stuff has been up here for over two years. Our entire lawsuit, all the details, way beyond the DHS leaks. Okay. So it's time that all of you guys uh, let go of these people. Like, so if you go to this website, you'll find out this was in 2020, we started documenting this. This is the first lawsuit to expose how the government censors U.S. citizen speech on Twitter. For years, we were told Twitter acts on its own as a private company, and you cannot question their decisions. Following the deplatforming of Dr. Shiva, testimony hearings in federal court elicited how the government and Twitter have created an infrastructure for government to launder censorship through Twitter. This website provides all the documents as they emerge in this historic lawsuit. The federal judge declared this case is one of the most uh, one of the of the substantial substantial constitutional consequences and a lawsuit that will likely become, quote, a law school exam in constitutional law. So I was representing myself. And let me just go through and read the elements of the lawsuit so you get it. This case is about the government surveilling and blacklisting a minority political candidate, Dr. Shiva Idre, and then eventually silencing his speech in the midst of his U.S. Senate campaign because he criticized government officials, thereby violating his First Amendment rights, the foundational principle of the United States. Starting in June of 2020, Dr. Shiva, candidate for U.S. Senate Massachusetts, was one of the top six individuals in the United States who had been identified in the Long Fuse report as an influence operator, per the playbooks created by the defendants, and was under 24-7 surveillance by teams working four-hour shifts using an infrastructure of technology and relationships as shown in Exhibit A. And I'll get to that co-architected by the defendants. This was Twitter, the Secretary of State of Massachusetts, the government. Dr. Shiva's mentioned 22 times in the Long Fuse report. Starting in October 2017, government officials concluded that though the nature of U.S. elections was decentralized, spread across 10,000 jurisdictions and using different kinds of machines and diverse methods, paper and electronic was the best defense to cyber hacking. They needed to eliminate such decentralization because it was a hindrance to their desire to establish and use a centralized infrastructure with non-governmental entities to quote-unquote fill the gap between domestic government agencies, DHS, FBI, all these, who had no power to curtail speech and federal intelligence agencies who were forbidden from curtailing domestic speech, curtailing domestic speech, in order to censor speech by surveilling, blacklisting, silencing U.S. citizens domestically and thus allow government officials to violate the First Amendment. So what we had discovered was that government had created this infrastructure. And again, this is in 2020. Not in 2022. In 2020, had Fucker Carlson and all these people done anything, they could have actually helped 
what we were doing on the ground. After the fact, after the buildings burned down, now they talk about it because they want to get credit when they actually could have affected history. And that is what their role is. They're not here to affect history. They're here to keep the status quo. Now, this is an important point. The defendants in this case were architects of this infrastructure. The defendants and their allies co-authored foundational documents. This is the real leak, okay? And it's much bigger than this quote-unquote DHS leaks, which is a pale shadow of what we discovered. We discovered the playbooks created at Harvard's Belfer Center for Defending Digital Democracy, testified to the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee to lobby for such an infrastructure and forge relationships with billionaires, in particular Pierre Omidyar. Now, why am I putting Pierre Omidyar up there? Well, the latest news is trying to give credit to The Intercept, which was founded and funded by the billionaire Pierre Omidyar, who's an who's a eBay billionaire. So he creates this news organization supposedly to do investigative journalism called The Intercept, puts Glenn Greenwald there, who, again, tries to position himself as this fighter for truth and all this. But when we shared with him our stuff, he did nothing. The Intercept did nothing. Well, The Intercept's founder is the one who created this censorship infrastructure. Let me repeat that again. The Intercept now is trying to say they're breaking the news about the government big tech alliance, which we already did in 2020. It's two years old news, old news. They're trying to get all the credit for it. But the founder of The Intercept is the one who funded and helped create this censorship infrastructure against you and I. Do you see how the establishment works? The not-so-obvious establishment knows the crime is taking place, was part of the crime. Then they later tell how the crime takes place to try to get credit, to try to make you think they are the leaders when they're the fucking misleaders. And this is a recurrent process of history. So people do not get in and build their own movement and follow real leaders like us and our movement, but follow fake leaders. And that's why I'm doing this live today. So we filed that lawsuit in 2020. When we filed it in September, we exposed it and the judge gave us a big victory. He said, you, can't, you cannot touch Dr. Shiva anymore. And then when I went back during the general election, the algorithms were sent in and we were kicked off permanently. This is why two days ago, I tweeted to, I put a Facebook post to Elon Musk. If you're serious about free speech, you better destroy that infrastructure and put someone like me back on. Cricket so far. The issue is, is Elon Musk, and we'll do another video on this. We've got a bunch of them coming. Is he who the established, they know that people are figuring this out. We figured it out. They don't want the whole shooting match coming out that is government and big tech in a deep way. So Musk talks about free speech, but is he going to break the government portal, the back door to Twitter and Facebook, et cetera? If he's not going to do that and just charge 20 bucks, eight bucks a month, that means he's just concerned about money and he's going to keep the status quo. So let's go back to this. So this was our lawsuit, okay? So in this lawsuit, we, we, we talk about documents, these playbooks that we had discovered, okay? Let me go to that. So one of the playbooks is right here. It's called the Election Influence Operator Playbook. This is one of the real documents that we discovered, not this crap that The Intercept discovered and is trying to make hay about it. This is called the Election Influence Operations Playbook. And this playbook is a guide. It's a manual for how government will censor every American who questions government. Let me repeat that again. 
This is a manual that was created at Harvard Belfer Center, funded by the likes of uh, uh, the Democracy Fund, which is funded by Pierre Omidyar, the funder of The Intercept, funded by uh, and, and written by government, written by Twitter. We discovered that in our lawsuit. That's two years ago. Where the fuck was Tucker Carlson? Why are they trying to bamboozle people that they're suddenly breaking news? Anyway, we discovered this. Let me. This is a detailed playbook, which goes step by step how they will define who is an election influence operator, which means someone who can influence elections, someone like me. And, and the authors of this playbook are this woman, Amy Cohen, Cohen from NASID. And look at all these people here, which Robbie Mook, who is Clinton's former campaign manager, you can see that these people are from the Kennedy School, total deep state. You can see they're from Twitter Legal, all right? And you can see they're from the Center for Internet Security right here. This was created. The Center for Internet Security was funded by Pierre Omidyar, the founder of The Intercept, which is now talking about they're exposing the censorship infrastructure. Well, in this playbook, the first of many, they describe under what condition that you will decide who is a threat to the government. And let me show you right here. They are defining what are influence operators. They go into gross detail defining people who basically are on the internet who may influence public opinion in a way that doesn't support the government. And one of the ways that you define who is spreading disinformation is this. Someone who says that people who run elections are corrupt. Okay? So if you and I on the internet, on Twitter and Facebook and say, hey, look, that election official is corrupt or they're not doing the right thing. That is a red flag. So the manual is basically a manual to government saying, if these people are saying stuff like this, use this infrastructure, which I discovered, that you will use. So you as government don't like this person critiquing you. That's what I was doing. I was critiquing the government. They used a special portal to contact big tech, in this case, Twitter, because I was on Twitter. And so this is a playbook that we discovered. And this playbook goes into gross detail, step by step, how you will do this, okay? It tells people how to identify an incident, step by step by step. Now, this is far more than the stupid stuff that The Intercept put up. This is all The Intercept put up, four slides. That's it, okay? These slides. We put, we in courtroom testimony, gave the entire playbook. Now, let me go into more detail. In this playbook, there's two playbooks, okay? The second playbook is called the Election Influence Operations Playbook Part 2. And this tells the exact process how you surveil people. It's called the Four Stages of Countering Election Influence Operations. That essentially means how you identify someone who's a potential threat, like I was when I'm not a threat, I'm essentially exposing government malfeasance. And, but this playbook, which was created by these individuals, says, what are the four stages created at Harvard, okay? And the four stages are first, you anticipate and prepare for people like me or others who are actually not doing anything illegal. We're just critiquing the government. You identify and you assess their threat level. You respond to them. And then you continue surveillance thing. That's what this learn and uh, improve is. So those are the four steps. Now, let me go in detail here. This playbook 
tells people how to organize their surveillance at the local level. Then let me go here. It This is the most important thing. It tells you, uh, it, it details the Facebook portal, how government, how government can reach Facebook. It details a Twitter portal called the Partner Support Portal. This is for government. It's for how government can contact Twitter and for Google and YouTube. So we exposed all of this. In my case, the relevant case was Twitter. All right. And then it tells government to how to assess someone as a threat. And then in detail, it says you can look at keywords that they're posting, right? In my case, I was talking about these ballot images. And then in detail, it says how you decide if they're a threat. Now, watch this very carefully. So now this is a detailed manual that tells government to decide. And this is for any one of you out there. Exactly. Someone said social credit scoring system. There you go. Okay, and what they're doing here is that this is a manual that government uses. So let's look at that manual. So it says, first of all, define if they have an established voice. Who is it who is sharing the misinformation, quote unquote, disinformation? Dr. Shiva Iduray, credibility, MIT guy, volume, 400,000 followers. My tweets would get 30, 40,000 retweets. So I was considered for them a threat. And then once you assess the threat, you decide if they're high, medium, or low, okay? And in this case, because I was considered, quote, unquote, high, they tell what you're supposed to do. So first, it tells you who to report to. ISAC, DHS, FBI, okay? Twitter, the partner support portal. For Facebook, they give the actual way that you do this. And Google and YouTube, very different than what these intercept guys. This is just four slides. I'm talking about all of this we discovered two years ago. And then it goes into detail on how you communicate. Step one, step two, step three, how you use the portal. This is, again, for government. Now, if you're a high-severity threat, which is what they consider me, you activate the response, you prioritize, you alert the authorities, in this case, brief senior state officials, and you continue to monitor them. So what came out in my lawsuit was, first I was thrown off, then they continued to monitor me. Anytime I shared the facts critiquing the government, I was thrown off again and finally permanently banned. But it was a government who used this portal to communicate to them. So anyway, we discovered these playbooks again two years ago. And in the middle of our lawsuit, we also discovered this document which again, these fools don't even know. It's called the Long Fuse Report. The Long Fuse Report details who are threats and it details who the funders of this were. Well, the funders of this were the Democracy Fund and you can um, go into detail who funded the Long Fuse Report. And in the Long Fuse Report, let me go here, um, I am considered as a government, for whatever reason, a super spreader, you see? There's Dr. Shiva Iduray tagged by the government next to James O'Keefe, Gateway Pundit, as a super spreader of quote-unquote disinformation. So I was tagged by this entire infrastructure. And when you go through these three documents and you put them all together, this is what emerges. This is really the government censorship infrastructure that we discovered. Here we go. So what we discovered was when I exposed the government, when I critiqued the Secretary of State of Gal Galvin, this woman, who's more than the Secretary of State, I, I mean, the, the lawyer, she's actually the, the uh, she, excuse me, let me go back to this. 
she, me, go back to this again. This woman has this entire infrastructure. Let's start at the bottom. You see, Twitter was contacted to throw me off. How did that occur? Well, there's this entire infrastructure that we discovered called the Partner Support Portal, run by the Center for Internet Security, which is funded by Pierre Omidyar, who is a founder of Intercept and eBay, billionaire. Pierre Omidyar is the one who funded this gateway. So the Partner Support Portal, which government can use, Department of Homeland Security, to to complain through the partner support portal. So all of the action occurs through this non-governmental agency created and funded by Pierre Omidyar, the founder of The Intercept. Let me repeat that again. This is government, CISA, Homeland Security, the state and local officials, Global Engagement Center, all of these people, what we showed in courtroom testimony was they, if they have a problem with you, any one of you, they use this non a nonprofit created by Pierre Omidyar and ISAC to say, hey, get Dr. Shiva off. That goes to the partner support portal, which goes to Twitter. And there's a similar one for Facebook and YouTube. So let me repeat again. This is the infrastructure that we uncovered in our lawsuit. Well, who created this infrastructure? It was funded by Zuckerberg's, by, by uh, Omidyar, by the... By the, uh, uh, the, the uh, the uh, Murdoch, uh, the Murdoch uh, daughter and uh, the Murdoch son and daughter-in-law. Okay, these people funded this infrastructure. Well, who architected this infrastructure? Through all of these documents, we found more than just a stupid piece of garbage that these guys are trying to make hay out of. We found all of these documents, and they were architected by the people at Harvard. They were uh, architected by people at Microsoft. Okay. Uh, by the people at CISA, by the people at the Kennedy School, by the people at AP were involved, the Brennan Center. All of these people were involved in helping to architect this architecture. This is a censorship architecture that we uncovered over two years ago. And this was the architecture that was used against me, a U.S. Senate candidate. And all of this was presented in courtroom. All of this was made aware to Tucker Carlson to all of these people. Now, what's so disgusting about this, when you look at this diagram, Pierre Omidyar is over here. He is the founder of The Intercept. He funded the creation of the Center for Internet Security and all of this architecture, which is used so government here can silence a private citizen, in fact, a U.S. Senate candidate. And all of this was created by all of these players here from Microsoft from CISA and all, and CISA was put into place by Donald J. Trump. He signed this into law. So don't give him a, a, a get out of jail free card. So this is what our lawsuit discovered. Our lawsuit singularly discovered the censorship infrastructure that is used against, that can be used against anyone. And now two years later, fucker Carlson is talking about this as those breaking news. Everyone here should be upset. And I'm upset because had these fuckers, and I have to use those words, it is so much anger, and all of you should be angry because these people are real bastards. Because all of you out there who work very hard are looking for real fighters. And they suppress, they silence the real fighters like me and our movement who are out there doing the work. They don't give us a megaphone. We have to do these lives. We have to do our own thing bottoms up. They're jealous. They're afraid the truth will come out. And they're part of the establishment. So 
We want people to get their head out of their ass and recognize who the real leaders are. It is this movement, the Movement for Truth, Freedom, and Health, which has been on the ground. We don't just, we're not just doing podcasts all day. After this, we actually go do science. We go run for office. We actually build movements. We're out there educating people. That's a real movement. These quote-unquote journalists, these quote-unquote grifter podcasters do none of that. Yeah, some people say, I've never seen you so pissed off. Yeah, the reason I'm pissed off and you should be pissed off is, A, our election was stolen from us. B, we're the ones who exposed the censorship infrastructure. And except for a few people who covered it and all of many of you, these fuckers, these not-so-obvious establishment grifters didn't give us a time of day because they were jealous. They didn't want us to get views. They're part of it. They're pussies. They're afraid. It's a technical term. And this is why nothing fundamentally changes when you rely on them. And I want to let you know that stop relying on them. Please don't send me videos. What do you think about Conway, Kanye? Conway, Kanye wants to sell albums. Yeah, he's saying something about Jewish people now, but he's not building a movement. He doesn't even know what the fuck that is. Don't talk to me about Elon Musk. Elon Musk knows about this. Easy, the first instant he should have stopped this Twitter partner support portal. He knows about it. I tried to at one point get on Twitter and, and tweet at him. Nothing. So don't tell, don't give these people the benefit. Oh, they didn't know. Stop excusing themselves. We need to build a bottoms-up movement. That is the only way out. But it is this movement that exposed the DHS leaks two years ago. This is all old news. Share this video with others. Yeah, someone said it's not jealousy. It is their bought off. It is, yeah, that's true too. It's a bunch of things. One, jealousy. Number two, they're bought off. And remember, it's the most important thing in life is to tell the truth at the right time. It's not sufficient you tell the truth and you try to win a Pulitzer Prize like these fuckers try to do. That's the only word I can use to describe them. They tell the truth two years later. They weren't here, comrades in arms, fighting with us in this lawsuit, exposing it. Because they're not part of change. They're entertainers. They're imbeciles. Stop following them. Follow real leaders. It is our movement that is the only force which can move things forward because we're here to educating you on the science of systems. We want you to see beyond left and right. We tell stuff way before it occurs. It was this movement. I'll do a whole other thing on this other scumbag, Robert F. Kennedy. We're the ones who ran the fire Fauci campaign a year and a half before. Then he writes a book, steals our stuff. And all these women in Scarsdale who want to be with Robert Kennedy think he's their fighter for medical freedom. Bullshit. It's important in life to, to expose, to talk the truth at the right time. Not when it's fashionable to do that. Not when you want to win an award. And that's what these two fools at The Intercept are trying to do. We need to expose The Intercept. The founder of The Intercept helped create the domestic censorship infrastructure that we expose right here. Now, compare all of this stuff that I just shared with you, the long fuse report, this, this, with this measly thing that they're making a little couple of slides. This is it. This is their big freaking breakthrough. And you have idiotic grifters out there saying, oh my God, we got the biggest breakthrough story. 
So that's what this is about. This is about making sure that all of you recognize that it's time we build a movement, that you stop talking about these other fools. If you want to talk about people, talk about our movement. And as many of you know, every Thursdays, we have an open house. We're actually not just exposing stuff. We're actually building a movement. So I invite all of you this Thursday. First of all, go to Truth, Freedom, and Health. Become a warrior scholar. Go to vashiva.com. Go look at our videos. Understand that we are educating people on the intersection between freedom, truth, and health. It, it is without the First Amendment that you can't get to the science. And without science, you can't get to health. We pound this away in our course. Come to the open house. Go to vashiva.com slash orientation. Every Thursdays at 11 and 8 p.m., you're all welcome. You'll meet amazing people who are also dedicated to really telling the truth at the right time. I'm going to bring John Medlar in. John, do you want, John's one of our truth, freedom, and health people. John, what would you like to uh, add to this? John's been, um, uh, go ahead, John. Like so many of us other people that are watching today, I'm seeing so many comments here in the chats of people saying, yeah, I remember that lawsuit. I was there. I watched it. Like someone was saying that they watched it on Zoom and everything. I was literally in the room with you, Dr. Shiva, when we were doing that. I remember how you would spend like nights and nights and nights. It was almost impossible to get a hold of you during that time. You were so focused on this lawsuit, writing all these briefs and everything like that. So you want, so for those of you who, who, who weren't as close to it as some of the rest of us were, you want to know why Dr. Shiva's pissed off on this? Like he really put in a lot of work into this into exposing all of this stuff. And to, and there's there's a few and there's only a few people out there in the media that are that are admitting it. Like the Gateway Pundit gave us credit. We were at the right like like they we were at the top of their article. There's like a few like one or two other people that that were that were seeing some people are sharing us videos. Hey, this person said, "Hey, didn't Dr. Shiva talk about this 2 years ago?" So there's a few people talking about that, but all the big names out there, the Tim Pools, the Joe Rogans, everyone else that's talking about this, nothing absolutely nothing when they you should share the emails that you have that you exchanged with tucker carlson about this stuff because like again these it's not like these people are ignorant they knew they knew about this at the time and chose to say nothing so that that's that so that's the the big that's that's the big takeaway you cannot um uh manga is saying redacted also gave you credit today i don't know who that is but that's good that's good that uh, that some people are getting the word yeah well what what should happen is let's talk about look why is credit important it is not an ego thing for them it's about views tucker carlson watches and he gets views and he makes money off of that what we're talking about credit is important because it tells you who the real leaders are so what i want everyone to do here is that take this video if you have a Twitter account, if you have a Facebook account, if you have whatever Instagram account, go out there and tell everyone that the DHS leaks is old news. First step, it's old news. Dr. Shiva exposes two years ago in his historic federal lawsuit. And you can point to winbackfreedom.com. So you, point one, right? Dr. Shiva exposed DHS. First of all, DHS leaks. John, can you put this in the comments for me? Mm -hmm. Point one, put it right in the comments, Sean. DHS leaks is old news, number one. Two, first thing, Dr. Shiva exposed this in his historic federal lawsuit, okay? In 2020, two years ago, two years ago. And the third thing is you should let people know that the intercepts 
founder. The Intercept's founder is the one who helped create the censorship network. Three points. Number one, DHS leaks is old news. Dr. Shiva exposes two years ago. The Intercept founder, Pierre Omidyar, is the one who funded the creation of that censorship network that The Intercept is trying to get credit for for exposing. The whole thing is so fucked up. So you guys do the work now. You guys go grill their ass. Someone said grill their ass. Yeah. All of you guys spread the word. Point to this video. Point to winbackfreedom.com. Okay? John, put that link in there too. Yeah, raid Tim Pool's chats and tell him. Yeah, go to Tim Pool's chat and expose the, the fucker. Okay? He's a douchebag. And I call these people fuckers, douchebags, scumbags because they're worse than the obvious establishment because they take people's, many of you are good people, compassionate. You think these people are your leaders. So you keep watching them. Meanwhile, the real shit is going on over here years before, and they don't put the light on it because they don't want you to have real leadership. They don't want you to build a real movement. They don't want you to get off your ass and, and, and let go of believing in these false prophets. Our movement is not about following anyone. It's about you becoming your own guru, becoming your own leader. So go, you know, in closing, I want to recommend all of you, let me go to this, uh, back to the site here. I want to recommend all of you take time and you go visit a very, very important site so you can make all of this real for you. So it's not something that's just, um, you know, ephemeral or something, um, you know, that's just a uh, uh, theory. Okay. First of all, go read the lawsuits, but go to one site is winbackfreedom.com. Okay. But go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Truthfreedom and health is a solution. It tells you what you must do. First of all, you got to get educated, learn the science of systems, and you can contribute to yourself. Contribute to this movement. We have now over 360,000 people globally, 95 countries. You can hear the stories of other people. Then you can actually understand where we've won, okay? And finally, you can really understand that the establishment wants you to live in ignorance. They don't tell you the whole truth like we're seeing right here with DHS leaks. They want you to become complacent. They want you to go into left or right or in desperation. And the reality is that we need to learn knowledge. You need to learn the science of systems so you become your own agent of change with a community of other people. And so you become active, you become innovative and you get organized, but it's gonna require you to let go of these fools like fucker Carlson. It's gonna, want, it's gonna inspire you to become your own guru. And these are all the tools that we've created for you. Get courses, you get a community. So go check this out, become, contribute. And you can contribute, you can contribute nothing. We give you gifts, you can contribute something. But most importantly, we've created an entire framework to catalyze you to think beyond left and right, to let go of these fools. So anyway, I'm going to be doing more videos on this. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about Elon Musk. Then we're going to talk about the intercept again. We're going to go into details of our lawsuit. This is two years ago. It is time that people get educated Stop following these fuckers. Stop following these grifters. And I'm encouraging all of you to come to our open house. We, again, do it for you. This is really an awesome community of people. Do it for yourselves so we don't 
get lost in following these grifters. But most importantly, you know, my conclusion is, John will tell you, we can't rely on them ever covering us, ever. So now that you know about this, share this news, go underground, share it on all the media. That's your homework assignment. So it's nice that we got about, you know, 250, 300 people listening here, in spite of all the shadow banning and all that. I expect all of you after this, literally take 20 minutes today after this call. It's 836. If you've eaten, great. Get dinner, whatever. And after dinner, whatever you want to do, wherever you are, take 20 minutes. Go to go on. Go to the go to Fox News. Go to all these sites and troll them and expose them. And on your on your own posts on Twitter, Facebook, say those three points John put up. Number one, DHS leaks is old news. Dr. Shiva exposes two years ago in his federal lawsuit. Three, the intercept which is a newspaper claiming they did this big expose, their founder is the one who funded the censorship infrastructure. Okay? Now do it. That's what we need you to do. All right? As John said, that during that lawsuit, I represented myself. I had to write my own briefs. I maybe got two hours, three hours sleep, John will tell you, per day for a year. And it was, uh, and we did that on our own. And it's time the credit goes to people who actually do the work. And it's time that you get real leaders like myself and our movement, that you, you have the self-respect to get real leaders. And you stop looking to Kanye and Elon Musk and, and whoever the fuck it is out there. Okay? Have some self-respect, some dignity. Go do this homework assignment. This is something all of you can do right now. And we'll come back tomorrow and we'll share more stuff. Thank you, everyone. Be well, be the light.